What's the quickest way to make him get it? This video covers that as well as the first thing that should be done after breakdown or betrayal. We'll see y'all in there. You know, that's kind of where we go from is, okay, what's your goal? Is your goal to have an affair? Okay, she's not okay with it. Let's get you to do, you know, end this first, you know, end it right. So at least you won't have that regret. And then I would work with the wife to say, he wants to move on and I'm going to help you, you know, grieve and mourn and, uh, and help you with your trauma and help you know how to talk to the kids about all this. And then we'll start rebuilding your life. And eventually you'll get to, oh my gosh, she can freaking have him. Like that's where we're going to get to. And you're going to you know, have the best revenge, which is have a great life, but we, we're not going to change that. In fact, if a guy was that, uh, if he was that passionate about having an affair, it'd be like, this is the quickest way. If you're going to get him back, let him go, not really let him go have his affair, but like, I'll be working with you. Let's just hand him over. And, you know, who knows how that's going to get ruined. He, he might come back. You know, any, any guy who's like, I'm going to go do, you know, live my own life. Okay. Well, we'll see if that ends up harming you. And if it does, we'll see if she's, you know, ready when you are, you know, welcoming when you show up at her door on your knees, you know, that's typical, but, um, um, we don't advocate for that. No, no. It's like, <laughs> we, we would say like, normally his he wants to save his marriage okay are you willing to find some new tools to use some new tools in order to get there and after the you know after betrayal the first tool is you just have to own your stuff you just you have to be ready to to admit to some things and not fight it and you know so anyway it's just a whole a whole process but <laughs> Um, Every person's going to have like sort of a litany of complaints, so to speak. That sounds awful. I don't want to be so cynical about it. There's going to be things their partner does that makes them feel bad, that they don't like, that they would prefer not to have happen. And, and I think that a radical mindset shift that everybody should adopt is asking themselves the question, <laughs> what is it that I might be doing or not doing that's resulting in that action? Or what might I learn how to do or learn how to notice that or, or change about my behavior that could result in that going away? Because, you know, I write all these sort of mea culpa things on the blog and a lot of guys will come back at me and women too and say, Matt, you're too hard on yourself. Your wife wasn't perfect. And sure, of course she wasn't. She's a human being. But how can I fairly and I mean this in a true math sense. How can I fairly evaluate my wife's behavior while I'm now aware of all of these things I did that sort of like rolled downhill and negatively impact her? What percentage of this pile of things that like she did that I don't like would have just gone away if I wasn't the first domino to fall in sort of like the chain of trust eroding conflict patterns that were in our, in our relationship? So it's like, that's my big ask in my coaching work is, can we please, if not eliminate every bad thing, can we at least demonstrate like sufficient evidence that we're doing the work? 
that our partners are usually wives in this instance, right? I'm almost always working with, with, with men. Um, can we, can we provide sufficient evidence that we're doing the work to like eliminate all of these sort of painful things that are happening to you? And then, and then let's begin like evaluating our grievance list with our wives. But I mean, I get an awful lot of defensive, yeah, but, and she does this. And it's like, any chance she wouldn't <laughs> if you <laughs> perpetually validated and considered her when you made decisions. And um, I don't know, you know, sometimes I get buy-in and sometimes I get resistance. Yeah. Yeah, we get a lot of resistance in the guys that come to us. Where I go or where we go with um, the, but she does this. Okay, there's preferences. There's, there's everyday upsets, you know, that a lot of people could get over, you know, most people get over. It's like, okay, well, that's just, you know, she left a wet sponge in the, in the sink. Um, but, and then there are harmful things and in the clients that come to us, typically he's done the harmful things while griping about the preferences or the, the everyday upsets. Um, so, yeah. But I you strongly said, agree with that, yeah. Do what? Jay had, I said I very strongly agree with that idea that that the average man, including me in my marriage, equate equate our disagreements about something. You know, I want to agree to disagree about everything, including the list of things she's claiming hurts her. Mm-hmm. I want to just have her agree that we just have a difference of opinion about it instead of accepting responsibility that I've done something or not done something that resulted in pain for her. Mm-hmm. I, I like the work is I, learning how to identify the harmful things that happen to the person you've promised to love. It's not always, by the way, about what we do. Sometimes external things harm our partner and then we fail to show up effectively for them. Right. Validation and consideration also exist when a third party is causing the pain or, or some nebulous idea, like a stressful day or week at work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And we, we're, we're like, well, you just need to get over it. You know, we're not, we're not <laughs> engaging empathetically with, with what's going on for mm-hmm. them. Yeah, yeah. And it's like with the guys that are like, well, she does this. Well, was it so bad that you sought counseling for it? Was it so bad that it was reaching, you know, was um, ruining the relationship? Typically not. So I'm able to go back. Okay, let's look historically at the truth because there's going to be evidence of how bad she messed up. You know, um, did you did you bring it up to her? Did you ask her to change? When if and when she didn't, did you take it to counseling? You know, that kind of puts it into you know perspective that he was able to manage it, even if you know his managing it broke her heart. It wasn't so bad that he's like, you leaving a wet sponge in the sink offends me so much, <laughs> you know, that we need to bring in a third party here. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, this is going to go out to our audience and it'll, I think, be posted on Matt's um, Facebook group at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. We've got some stuff to cover here. There's like yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot we didn't get to, which I thought was great. How it sort of organically just went wherever it went. Now let's please let's do this more. Yeah. Oh yeah. All I right. think we have enough to cover. But yeah, you get to your next call, and we will see you next time. Bye.
Bye, everybody. All right. Bye, hey, talk to you guys soon. Have a great one. Bye. Join us next time when we will be discussing restoring trust and how the woman may not be able to heal within the relationship unless one thing happens first. We'll see you then. Bye.